I'm not winging it. I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That means winging it, That's winging it. All right. How has your day been? It's been good. It's been good. Okay. Well, what did you do? How has your week been? Um, I mean, today's Tuesday, so my week's been straight so far. I uh, I am a house fiance, <laughs> <laughs> looking for work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, <laughs> I'm just chilling, <laughs> staying out the way, you know, trying not to catch COVID. Trying not to, girl. Well, I just got back from a stint with COVID. And when I tell you it is not nice at all, it is not nice. I believe you. I believe you. But glad to know, you know, sorry to hear that, but are you doing okay now? Yeah, um, I'm, I still don't have my smell or taste, but it's okay. I am going to push through it. It's all right. Okay. Good spirit. Good spirit. Well, that's good. You know, sorry you had to get, I mean, I had to, but sorry that you caught it, but at least you alive. I know. Um, I I just had a really rough time with it mentally, just being so isolated from everyone. I really don't know how I got it. Um, I wasn't doing anything crazy to get it, but I guess it really doesn't matter. Once you get it, you get it. So it's just a been a it's just been a big adjustment. One of my biggest fears is, you know, a gas leak or me leaving the stove on like I did earlier today. Or, you know, just not being able to smell something that would alert me to know that I'm in danger. Mm-hmm. And that is just my biggest thing, you know, so far. But um, other than that, I'm back, I guess. So without further ado, let me introduce everyone to my co-host, Alexis. This is my favorite Lex ever. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you all. And today, we will be covering the Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Real Housewives of Potomac now. I just want to say that we don't have any notes prepared. Do you have any notes prepared? Not notes, but I I did write down some of my thoughts. Okay. Some thoughts like what I said at the time, mm-hmm. but not just notes, notes. Okay. Well, let me correct that. I don't have any notes and I definitely don't have any for Potomac. I was in a really bad place when Potomac aired. Um, I tried to record a podcast for Potomac and I was five minutes in and I literally just leaned over into the mic and said, y'all, I really don't give a fuck. Like, and that just wasn't the energy that I wanted to put out because I had half a mind of uploading that five minute clip and being like, here's the podcast, but that's not what you do to people who support you. (laughs) (laughs) 
so I, you know, I deleted, I deleted it, and I just said, I don't know if, and I, and I think since I watched it when I was in my bad spot with COVID, that mm-hmm. um, when I rewatch it, it's just not interesting or juicy. But we can talk about which one do you want to talk about first, Atlanta or Potomac? Because I have. Um. Well, I um, it doesn't matter to me. I only have the uh, notes for Atlanta. Okay, but you know we can go we can go off the dome and start with Potomac. Let's start with Potomac. So, what are some of your major thoughts from the episode? I personally did not like the way it was edited, and I hate when they do this thing afterwards where they get on watch what happens live or they get on Instagram live. And they tell, oh, it was supposed to be this. And it was supposed to be that. Put that in the show. What are these producers doing? Well, this is how I feel about it. Um, yes, they chopped and screwed not just the last episode, but the, the first episode of the reunion to the whole season has been chopped and screwed, baby. Um, if you're not from the South, you might not know nothing about no chopped and screwed. <laughs> but <laughs> But these producers—they <laughs> edited Bravo. everything. They <laughs> edited everything. Screwing, okay. Um, and it does seem to be that they leave the good and juicy part parts of the show that the people really want to see and that the people really need to see out. And I'm not here for that. Like, should I join a Nini with the? Bravo boycott. Probably not. But But Mama has a point that I I initially didn't think that she had before. I thought that I was of the belief. Well, don't complain about something when you know when it's no longer beneficial for you. But she does have a point because I you know when I first spoke to you like a week or two ago, I initially said that I didn't think that Annie was being biased. Right. Right. I thought that Monique started a fight with or she started the physicality of the fight with another cast member, assaulted the cast member, lied about why she assaulted the cast member, and no, you know, no one should be assaulted at work. And as the boss, Andy can't condone that behavior. So he has to kind of nail into her. The point that made me turn around was the whole Chris Samuels. Oh, he doesn't continue to make that much money comment. It was really off putting to me. And I didn't think that that was fair or right for him to say because he does not know Chris Samuel's financial situation, which seems to be very, very nice, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Monique has said throughout the time that Chris invested well, that they don't need the show. And I think it kind of offended him a little bit that Monique was saying, oh, this little money right here, this is what I do for you know, my Not For Lazy Moms podcast. I think it really offended him. I think that he has a sour taste in his mouth from Monique. Monique did assault someone. It did end, it did end in a lawsuit. Um, I just don't think that he's on her side, but he tiptoes around Giselle. Mm. Okay. Well, 
this what I gotta say about that is <clears throat> no, I'm not just jumping on the boycott Bravo bandwagon, but there there that's not to say that I won't jump on it later on because honestly, you know, um, I watch quite a few shows on Bravo, but I, I do see what Nene is talking about. And not just with Monique, I've seen it with Nene, I see it with kind of everybody because once you, like he gets over it, but once you kind of get on his bad side, shall I say, for lack of better words, um, that is how Andy treats you you know and i will say i feel like um you know when we talked a week ago i did have one point of view and it's kind of like we swapped point of views mm -hmm. but i will say the only reason that i swapped point of views is because i did look at it like once he said on watch what happens live that he he grilled candace as well and ask Candace, uh, did she, does she not see, you know, her part and how she played in that situation? You know, the part she played in that situation. Um, it was kind of like, all right. And he said he was pushing for episode, uh, well, part four of a reunion and there is more footage. So that led me to believe okay production here we are production once again is falling back on production y'all are leaving out parts of the show and we understand it you only have so much time but if if y'all gonna be a spade be a spade and i just feel like if y'all gonna want to show us the fights and talk about it all season show the people what we want to see leave out the other bs and show us what we want to see who do you think had the more favorable edit of, on the reunion monique or candace uh candace i guess you think so i think monique had a more favorable edit well, i think she was oh, well. vindicated a lot well, like like I said, you looked at that as one thing and I looked at it as another <laughs> because, uh, yes, <laughs> when she said that they did show the, those things happening, but it still was also proving her to be a liar at the same time because right. it's like what the line of the timeline of events that she's claiming happened and how they actually happened didn't happen. So, yeah, those Thank things Thank you. Can happened. you say that again? Can you say that again for people that are listening? Monique is lying about why she did what she did and how it happened. Correct. Yes. Because the timeline of events she say happened are not the timeline of events that actually happened. Did Candace wave her hand in her face? Yes. Yes, she did. But that is not why she grabbed Candace. Did Candace hit her with a wine glass? That one, we did see a wine glass go up in the air, but we did not see it actually hit her. And she can't necessarily just say that Candace did that because when, like, at this point, it's commotion going on. You know, like, you got to lean on the table, girl. Fuck that wine glass. <laughs> like, for real. So it's like, yeah, they proved that those events Wipe did happen. Down with Candace's face. <laughs> with her face and her weave. Oh, I would have been mad. 
Oh, I would have been embarrassed. Oh, she was both. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. Like Candace getting some kickboxing classes, girl. Cause your mouth, the mouth you got, you need to. You would you would hope the hands came with that mouth. You you would really? hope that would be a package deal. <laughs> Cause if she was a package deal, mm. she'd be a force to be messed with. But if she was a package deal, nobody would film with her. You think so? You're right. Shelby. Don't nobody want to sit up and film and throw shade and have to your job is to throw shade on a on a nationally syndicated television. No one wants to sit up and throw shade at somebody that can whoop their ass. I'm telling you. That's, true. That's why they don't want Monique on the show. Because at one point, is she going to do it again? Them ladies. Them ladies over there at that there Potomac. <laughs> because them ladies in Atlanta, <laughs> they going to throw shade regardless. You Sometimes think- they just. Mm-hmm. What Candy be, what Candy be saying <laughs> when she get upset? I'll drag you in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my man. Don't talk about my man. My man. <laughs> my man. My man. <laughs> when yes, you so. randomly walk around and I say that, I'm like, don't talk about my man. My man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Uh, you know who yes. I got real smoke for? I got smoke for Andy. Do you? And I normally don't. Because Andy is... Oh. My favorite housewife, you know that. I love the shade that Andy throws during a reunion. I do. Huh. However, don't sit up and badger someone. Don't sit up and badger Monique. Don't sit up and badger Kern. Don't sit up and badger Chris. Don't sit up and badger the other Chris. Don't sit up and badger people. And you have no smoke for Michael. Why is Michael still on the show? And he has sexually assaulted everyone that's within the six feet distance of him or radius of him. Girl. <laughs> Why is he? No, I'm serious. This guy is a. Well, first thought of mine was because <laughs> he doesn't slap Andy ass. <laughs> no, but seriously, like what is going on to where he's been on? He's been caught on camera. He um he has made comments. He's made other cast members. I know they feel uncomfortable, and I, I mean, and at some point, it's not about them coming forward and saying, "Hey, I feel uncomfortable." It's about seeing the action and noticing that that's predatory behavior. True. Why is he Very still on so the show? True. And why does Ashley defend him so much? Girl, now we you know how I feel about Ashley. I I believe Ashley is a snake in the grass. I believe Ashley knows exactly who and what she married exactly. and she's okay with it because mm-hmm. Ashley wants the chick, which is why she's already having baby number two to solidify exactly. the, the cash. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just and hope, Giselle made that clear for me. I just hope that, um, that she can now game this old white man. And what I mean by that is that you can't get the money that you used to be able to get out of child support and stuff. You can't. They're cracking down on it. Unless you in California, baby, like you better hope that y'all can come to a deal on your own because if the courts have anything to do with it, you getting $5,000 a month. At least that's how it is in Texas. Oh, you know, Texas got that cap. 
they do. In <laughs> other places, it's going to be hated. Yeah, they I don't are. Know thing about the DMV. Me either. But I will say, I don't think it's about child support. I think it's about like she what earlier in the season she went to him about her their prenup, you know. So she, I think, I think she calls herself playing for the end game. I think she's playing till death, you know. You never know how long that might be, but. I think that's what my girl's in it for, to so her children can be in his will, um, and she, or or until something else, until another out presents itself. Because at this point, it's like, okay, cool, y'all have you know you came to the forefront and pretty much told us y'all had an open relationship and that you have been with somebody, and that explains the girl part of it, right? But that doesn't explain that doesn't or that that could explain the girl or male part of it, but it doesn't explain his behavior of going around randomly slapping people on the behind while he's with you while he's with you at the at the same time though. You just touch me? He's Australian. (laughs) I might need to move there. I ain't got But I don't know, you know, because I do feel it let it be any anybody else, Andy's digging into it, but maybe he don't go so hard because he be exposed they be exposing him on camera anyway. But I also feel like if y'all could pull that clip out for this reunion, y'all that mean y'all had that clip last year as well. In the year before that. Exactly. And they have and also can we also state that I do wholeheartedly believe that Monique and Chris got rid of that video of that cameraman. Oh yeah, like girl, you got cameras all over your house. Ain't got and ain't got cameras in the basement. Please, gone. You ain't fooling nobody. Oh, that was, and that's why Ashley, or whatever it was, but she did Ashley and him a favor, and Ashley owe her a favor or two or three for doing it. I'm not going to say that I'm ready for Ashley to get off my screen, but I am ready for Michael Darby. The only thing, the only joy that Michael brought me this season was when he did that, that still image that they have of, uh, I use it all the time on Twitter when I am on it. Cause I ain't been on it lately, but it's that image of him taking a shot with one. And he was like, aha. And he was trying <laughs> to like, he was trying to conceal the pain. Like that is going to be my life motto, man. Like when I'm hurting on the inside, <laughs> But I'm pink and happy on the outside. <laughs> Look. No, he 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 brings no like she could just not have him on the show. You know, like she can do the show, but leave him off of it. And it really ain't no good for his image anyway. Like I could do without him. He just uh to me. So I guess I just hope that a shady real estate developer that's wealthy and white and old and is not new to this but very much so true to this i just hope that ashley doesn't get caught up in the okie doke and i hope that whatever they do whenever she does leave that it's amicable yeah and that he doesn't pull a fast one on her well if but he's not gonna just hope so I hope that she's smart enough to be stashing a little bit away right now. I don't know. Cause he when he put remember when he put her out there first time a few seasons ago? 
She was living in a little matchbox apartment. <laughs> it was a hey now granted it was bigger than my entire house but it was it was still a little messy. Look, she couldn't show her hand too soon she know better now though now she know let me put this away i think that she gave me this to go shopping i think that she really does love him in a way as much as you can love michael i think she do too i think she do too um but i think she probably I think she really does love him and it was fun for a while. I don't think it's the same type of fun that it was when they first started dating or the thrill or, or whatever it was, you know? Right. And she's happy to have a child, but I, I feel like women kick into a different gear when they have children and this isn't his, Dean isn't his first child. So for him, it's kind of like, all right, I got another child. Uh-huh. I said, and he's a guy anyway. Right. So I think what she's expecting out of him to be this family man, I don't know if she'll necessarily get it, you know, even without the other stuff that's going on. I think what he was looking for was a young wife to do whatever, Little you know. freaky things, like, you know. Yeah. And she, she's kind of changed. Voices, yeah. Ball yeah. and eggs. Everything. Things. All that nasty and it, shit. And everything that she's not willing to do, he wants her to let him go do it without her. <laughs> and I think she done flipped the switch on him. And like you said, she should be careful. I um, wonder if she be eating his little chewed up ass. But it's just old. It's like a little chewed up balloon. I don't even want that image in my head. Like <laughs> I know she gotta be blowing it. She be giving him the rusty trombone treatment. They doing something. Should she having two babies back to back? I mean, obviously they like having sex with each other. You know, I could I could have sex with Michael. Mm-mm. Um, like on like a lot of opioids and alcohol, or you know what I could do? I may do not have sex with him. <laughs> but I could I could make drinks for him and the man that he's having sex with in the meantime. So like while they're having sex, I'm laying out the the, the little buffet spread and I'm making sure everyone's hydrated, that the fan isn't on high too much because I know girls dry out. So I'm pretty sure men dry out too. If <laughs> on. Girl. Just keeping it warm and cozy in the room. You know, I might give a little eye candy, a little silk robe for everybody little rouge lipstick you know what i mean but yeah i think that's what i could do because i'm not turned off by two men having sex but i would be i don't know how she but you know what it was either that or the trailer park i would definitely i i would i would have sex with michael to avoid the trailer park but you know what? She also did kind of hint at, I felt like this was a hint at, maybe him and that, the uh, production person that he touched that they showed the video of, she was like, oh, we know him. He's such and such. What if they had a little thing going on? You know, and maybe that's why he didn't say anything, but maybe he'd be trying to, maybe Michael be trying to sugar and, and bring people in and break people off a little bit. 
and that's why that people ain't coming forward. Maybe he does break people off off camera, like maybe hush money or maybe like little flirt money, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's making he makes more money than that producer. So maybe he uses sure. money, but that's intimidation. That's a power dynamic. Yeah. Child, I mean, but if they fall for it, ass needs to be off the fucking show, and so does Pennywise. <laughs> that's what Pennywise. she like. <laughs> that's what she looked like. Girl, why are these dogs in my backyard barking? Girl. Anyway. Um. All right. All right. So. so well, I was about to say enough of Ashley. I could go on and on about how she doesn't need to have Michael on the show, but. Was there anything else interesting from part three of the Potomac reunion? You know, they said that they edited um, Giselle having her meltdown out. They edited Monique cussing Giselle out. Um, I wonder why. I know. Give us that footage. We had to sit through. Uh, You know what they did? It. I think that there is some type of polarization in the editor's room as well. I think some of the producers are team Monique and some of the people are team Giselle. Yeah, I think so too. I think they also had to play their cards right with it. Cause it was already like, all right, on the fence with Monique. If, if we air this, what will she say? What will that come off as? Her cussing Giselle out, which I don't know if she would have even cared, you know, about that. But right. then, like you said, the ones that are for Giselle is just like, if she, if Giselle not saying them back, it's kind of like we just airing Monique just going off for however long she went off for. So I guess if that's the case, I can understand that not making it to the show, but they could have gave us a snippet. The way they be chopping and screwing, I feel. A little bonus clip or something. Come on now, bravo. <laughs> I wonder what they edited out for Wendy because, honey, she didn't say much. Her nor Eddie said much to reunion. Eddie looked nice, by the way. And I yes, take back. They are a beautiful, melanated couple. They are. I take back what I said about um, Wendy's dress, too, in an earlier podcast episode. I said I didn't like it and it looked like a King Sierra. The more I look at that dress up against her beautiful skin, I, I liked it. I wish it didn't fold down. I think one side of it was folding down. Uh-huh. But I, I I I like it. I didn't like it at first, but I think the more I looked at it, the more I was like, okay, would I wear it? No. The only person dressed I didn't like was Ashley with that cape. <laughs> oh, Ashley looked a hot mess. But I'm just chalk it up to her being pregnant. But she's always no. Hot. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what that little thing was. She looked because like- Monique came on there and played while she was pregnant. It was not that. I'm gonna chalk it up to Ashley being pregnant. Not that oh. being pregnant, you can't slay. Because- I'm pregnant. Got nothing to do with your style. <laughs> you know what? I didn't like. I didn't really care for Monique's um, dress when she was pregnant. Not that pink number that she had on with the little strap. You know what? I don't be liking a lot of that. I don't like them swimsuits like that either with all the little cutouts. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad because I can't wear it. But anyway. <laughs> um, no, don't be mad. <laughs> so, okay. Jamal Bryant wasn't at the reunion, but he wasn't at the reunion in part one or part two. So it shouldn't be a surprise. He wasn't there in part three. 
why were we expecting for him to be at the reunion in the first place? I wasn't, I knew he wasn't going to be at the reunion. He couldn't even have the decency to not schedule his flight to where a delay would prevent him from attending his family photo shoot. Well, let's be real. What? Giselle is my girl. Is well, not for real, for real, but <laughs> I, I like Giselle, and let's be real, I'll be here for the mess, um, so I like her, but I don't think that it is, um, that relationship is real, um, do I think that she wants it to be real? For sure. I think she has probably always been in love with this man. I'm pretty sure he is a very smooth talker. Um, but as far as him, he ain't shit, um, at all, whatsoever, but I never expected for him to be at the reunion because he wasn't on the show that much, and that's kind of, it's like, I know Monique had to get her digs back at Giselle, you know, but it was kind of like her thing about, you ain't got no man, you ain't, every year at the reunion, you ain't got no man. She doesn't. And, I, and has the man been on the show enough for him to be at the reunion? Well, she, she ain't married to nobody. She can't keep one. And then halfway she, through, they always abandon her. Yeah. And we expecting for him to be at the reunion? That's another thing. I'm glad that you brought that up because I have a bone to pick with some of the people who that are anti-Monique that were saying her only comeback was, was very, uh, what was it? Misogynistic. You ain't got a man. You can't keep a man. Listen, when I'm arguing with somebody, I'm not thinking of the most feminist approach to annihilate them. I'm annihilate. I'm hitting you where it hurts. And if I know that you want a man and you want somebody to be sitting behind you at, at the reunion, then that's what I'm going to mention that you don't have. If I know that you want a better dress or better shoes or a better face or you know, a better income, then I, I am here to hit you where it hurts. I'm not here to sit up and play patty cake and say, well, you know what? As a strong, independent black woman, you don't need a man behind you at the reunion. That's not You're how right. my dad works. Fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair. They were trying but... to turn Monique into one of them, you can't keep a man ass, pick me ass bitches. And I don't know if she's that or not. But I outside mean, of that, I'm like, why Why am I supposed to play fair when I'm in an argument? That's not how arguments work. I mean, what you said is fair, and I feel like what other people were saying was fair, too. Because, I mean, I didn't necessarily look at it like that, but I was kind of like, wait a minute. But like you said, we arguing. We talking smack. I'm going to say whatever it is. So in that but case, that's where I was... If you got no. into an argument with somebody right now, if you got into an I argument, just said your your point was valid. I I wouldn't well, it depends who I'm talking to. I wouldn't necessarily be like, well, that's how, that's why she ain't got no man right now. Like that's why she ain't got no man right now is one thing. You know, we all use that. But in the way and when she did say it, she was like, she can't keep a man I say her like and it and and that's fine you know what i mean like that's fine but what you what monique claimed she was mad about giselle ed giselle about to me was some bs 
I'm just going to be real. People can say, well, she talked about her son. Production asked her, she answered the question, and she spoke about it with Robin. She didn't elaborate. She just said a little bit of something that Monique had already spilled the tea about before the show even aired. So I think that's what pissed off a lot of them producers though. Monique keeps Monique keeps spilling the fucking beans. Right. And they usually don't do that. They we want you to keep the show private for ratings, you know. So I mean, it was a good comeback. I just I I didn't like it at the time. I wouldn't necessarily just say she, you know. I didn't take it to heart like that, but I was kind of like, all right. But I understand her, I understand what she claims her reasoning for coming at Giselle is about. But it's like, okay. But she only came at Giselle about it. She didn't really come at Robin. She wouldn't, you wouldn't, my thing is, Ashley and Karen came back to her and told her, right? And when she asked Candace about it, Candace supposedly told the truth. You want to be mad at Giselle, but Giselle has showed you the whole time she's been a wolf. But you got wolves in sheep's clothing that you steady trying to be friends with. Ooh, because Ashley will turn on her. Any second. And if we quiet as it's kept, I think Mother Karen will too. Listen, you're not, listen, Ashley and Mother Karen... Y'all better watch them now because them two, Mother Karen is a straight up straight liar. And I will say just about puppet master, really. Just about a puppet master. For real. She wants to be. Can we address something before I forget? What? I'm so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> what the fuck was Juan going to do? <laughs> Besides get his ass toe up. So then it would have been two motherfuckers that got their ass whooped on national TV. <laughs> I'm so glad. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Obviously, you're dealing with a kick-ass family here, so you need... I'm so glad that Juan Dixon wasn't here. Juan Dixon was glad that Juan Dixon wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. He was like, look at my what You know, he sent a text to Chris, was like, hey, bro, you know, we always agreed that, you know, regardless of what our women get into, we was going, I'm, I'm approaching you as a man, really making sure next time they see each other is good so Chris won't run down on them. It's crazy. I was, I was thinking like, you know what? I need because some- they don't got no beef. They don't no. have beef. So I mean, what was what was one gonna do? One was just gonna sit there, put his head down, rub on his forehead a little bit, take the. He might would have did what other Chris did. That's what she was wanting. She won't want to be a man for her. I mean, she wants one to he- be her man. He could at least speak up and say, "Hey, don't talk to my." You don't say like that. I think he would have been like, hey, bro, I think all of this is getting ridiculous. And he probably would have said that too. And she would have just been happy they weren't talking to her. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so it seems like we're done talking about Potomac because yeah, I mean, I don't know what else is what what else is there to say. Look, what else? Um, let's get to the good juicy. So I told you that the episode four was good. Did you like it? Of Atlanta, uh, you know what? It was better than the rest. I didn't fall asleep. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I kind of, and you know what? It kind of left me excited to see uh, what's going on um, with the next episode. And normally yeah. I have not been feeling that way about Atlanta. I've only been watching Atlanta because I had COVID. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, well, I've only been watching for y'all, but they won't get a first day uh, rating from me. Um. Well, the episode opens up with, doesn't it open up with Portia and Shamia? Um, and they're playing with their beautiful babies. Can I just say that I wonder why Shamia has not had a peach? I wonder if that's her decision or she just has not been offered one. I thought she, I thought she was offered a peach but turned one down in like um, season six or something. Well, I do hear that when you're a friend of the show, you do have a better schedule, which is why Tanya Sam didn't want a peach either. Mm-hmm. I think Marlo deserves a peach. I don't know if they're ever going to give it to her due to her um, criminal history. I don't know if they'll give her one. And I, I would, Marlo, you know, used to really want a peach bad. But if I was her and if she's still messing with sugar daddies and stuff, she shouldn't want no peach. Keep that a secret, sis. Well, according to her, the billionaire that she was with paid off her house and stuff and, and bought, I think, a house for her. I really want some buffalo wings, but I can't taste <laughs> them. I'm sorry. That's what I've... My stomach is just over here like buffalo wings. But anyway, Marlo, um, <laughs> I think she deserves a peach at this point. I wonder who in production she pissed off because Marlo got a a slick mouth because she's an Aquarius just like that damn Latoya that's true but if Marlo gives us a peach what we gonna see her later with her billionaire boo no she's not gonna show that exactly so what else we gonna see her go shopping like we see her do now what fair point fair point and maybe that's with them kids because she's not going to she's not gonna show her private intimate life like that no her with them kids with her nephews that she done adopted i wonder how she's like 40 and still escorting i'm i'm just saying like i'm i'm not <laughs> hating i'm just actually asking for tips you know Girl, she gonna sound her a good one <laughs> one of the men that just love her like you get finer with age baby fine as wine um <laughs> I think that Drew and her baby are super cute too. Drew and her baby are super cute. Drew and her husband, though. No, I don't like the husband. Um, You know what I didn't like during the therapy session? When the counselor asked what he needs and he said sex and respect after Drew mentioned that he doesn't treat the son, he doesn't treat, that he treats the son poorly excuse Mm -hmm. me you say nothing about that or maybe production edited it out i don't know 
but you have nothing in defense to the fact that you give that that boy tough love. I'm tired of that. If I ever have a kid, my husband or my baby daddy or whatever you want to call him, my sperm donor, he is going to have to be affectionate with my kid. Got to be. And you have to be super affectionate because this is your stepkid and you don't want to feel like you don't want the cold shoulder from your stepdad. The fact that he glossed over that. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking I it has it. to be a production thing because there's no wow. way that the counsel there's no way that the counselor glossed over that too. Which I guess I think she did. did. I think she asked more. I think well Drew did elaborate. I don't like the husband. I don't think that they're gonna last. I don't think that he's being honest and forthright with why he left. And I think the whole excuse, well, my mama didn't respect me until I left. And, oh, that's his only reason why he leaves. I think that was a load of baloney. Men do a lot of talking about nothing to say absolutely nothing. Like when the smoke clears, they ain't said shit. That's true. And this, this, this my take on Drew and Mr. Ralph. Okay, Ralph. Ralph doesn't want to do the work. Ralph wants the wife. Ralph wants the family. Ralph wants Drew. He likes Drew's little image. She's cute. She's an actor. Perfect. Makes him feel like he has a nice little trophy wife that's bringing a little bit of bacon in the house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But he doesn't want to do the real work that it takes to be a good husband. He's full of shit. Okay? Because how is it that you're lit and what I paid attention to, I not only paid attention to what he said, but I paid attention to his facial expressions while she was talking. He doesn't talk in, he doesn't listen to her to hear what she's saying. He listens to respond. Just like, like Paul does with Giselle, listens to respond and has the most clever response to leave somebody silenced for a minute. Or to antagonize them. Yes. And he was antagonizing Drew. Yes, when he's talking about respect and sex. Your wife just told you that she wants you to treat her son with a little more affection. And you sitting over here saying you want respect and sex. Boy, (laughs) you better do right. Because that's what you acting like right now, a little boy. Sometimes I wonder why people just don't divorce. Like, you know, women now that, and I, listen, I'm in a relationship, y'all, so I ain't knocking nobody. I ain't knocking nobody that's willing to, you know, stick in there and work it out. I'm not, because I know that they are work. But there comes a point to when it ain't working no more, and what me and my fiance say is, I promise is, as long as you're willing to keep trying and keep working, I'm willing to keep trying and keep working. But the day that one of you guys decides not to do the work and you're doing all the work, you giving 90 and they giving 10, and it ain't just no phase, he ain't going through nothing. Y'all said, my, her red flag was we've been a counseling before. 
Do y'all you, going again? Like she just doesn't want to give up on him because I guess I guess the the issue with relationships is like when do you when do you hold them and when do you fold them? Because when is when is someone trying and they just can't get it, and it, but they're actively trying to make like how long does does someone try? What what comes with trying and what comes with someone gaslighting you into thinking that they're trying? You gotta know. You know when somebody gaslighting you into thinking that they trying because she already knows. Like I take from her, she already knows. She already is assuming he's gonna go into this therapy and do the same thing he's done in the past. He's here, he's showing up because she wants him to be there. He's only doing half of it. He's doing half of the two steps. And I feel like she feels like she has found a um, broken gem or a uh, unpolished gem with a couple rough edges on him. And she thinks that, you know what, if we can get get him into some therapy and get these rough edges worked out, you know, I will have a, I will have the man that I dreamed about, the man that I know that he can be. But with with her doing that, and that's good because that might be the push he needs. But at the same time, if he's not willing to do the work, it's up to her. Because my, I, like I say all the time, you you teach people how to treat you. If I'm asking you to do better year after year after year mm-hmm. and you steady not doing better i'm sorry because i bet you it's somebody out there that's willing to do better and if it's not i'm all right with being by myself because myself can't do me no wrong you know with that i i really do i'm just so tired of seeing women be on reality tv and it's the same old storyline like he's not trying to make it work okay take your ass down to the courthouse and file them papers boo like with kenya like why what what hold does mark have on kenya to where she just does not want to go through and proceed with filing for divorce because they ain't married huh Huh, they saying? are not married. <laughs> You're not married, girl. Listen, that wedding in Antigua, <laughs> wherever the hell it was, <laughs> that don't count. They are not married for real. You see, she tried to pull out that little fake paperwork <laughs> at the reunion last year. She's not married to that man. Therefore, there cannot be no divorce if you are not married which is why the only thing that she can file and film that she is filing is a custody agreement for their child. Ooh, T. Girl, I'm just saying. (laughs) I didn't, you know what? I heard that the marriage could have been fake, but I thought, no, there's no way she's going to drag it out like this if it's fake. I mean, people, listen, I peep game, you know, I, I peeped game and I peeped game when people was like they could not find her marriage license and then she waved in the one that she did on the reunion but the dates were not her so-called wedding dates on that one so it's just like come on Kenya do better girl you out, you out here always trying to talk about somebody else and they man and was looking at Drew husband need her ass beat for that but said Drew was fine I'm not Drew was uh Ralph was fine where is fine yeah 
Is While he he's sitting up there looking like a <laughs> his hair reminds me oh. of a burger. He got a burger head. Oh, it's the aluminum can head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he got a little Chicken burger head. Looking I just want <laughs> bite it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Girl. He look like one of them uh, chicken nuggets from Wendy's. <laughs> he does look like a Wendy's chicken nugget, bro. He does. I be fucking them up. I give my, I give my Wendy's chicken nuggets hard fried. Mm. I give my bitch fried hard because I don't like <laughs> the soft ones. Mm-hmm. He look like a little fried hard nugget. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, so remember Kenya, Cynthia, and Cynthia's sister, uh, Mallory, they met up for yoga. Yes, yes. That was the beginning of the episode. Yes, ma'am. And that shit fake as fuck. (laughs) You said what? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. No, I want you to say what you had to say again. (laughs) That shit is fake as fuck. I'm what sorry, excuse my language, but that whole scene was fake. Whole scene was fake. Yeah, but we can talk about it. Enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never do nothing. <laughs> Come in with a full face on. <laughs> you hear me? They was not planning to work out. My shit do not y'all but maybe you don't sweat with yoga. I never got into yoga because it requires some ab strength that I just don't have. Yeah. Well, that little conversation that they had, um, you know, when I watched it again, you know what I said? At first, I was like, yes, they gave her, they gave Cynthia good advice. They made her look at, you know, look, look at it from a different point of view, right? about the little wedding date thing that she couldn't seem to understand. I'm calling bull crap. I'm calling bull uh, that too. And I didn't like that. Huh? I said, and I didn't like the advice. Yeah. When I looked at it the second time, I was just like, well, shoot, can't take no advice from Kenya. She ain't got no man or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think it's fake. And she's talking about, they talking about hella high water. <laughs> she's talking about it's hella high water right talking about kenya but then you're trying to talk about the black lives matter and you can't even say hella high water without making sure it's correct but she talking cynthia said i'm committed to my man girl for the meantime <laughs> for the meantime we'll see how long this marriage lasts honey i don't she think this marriage is gonna last at all they might be as quick as mark and uh, kenya <laughs> I think, for one, I think that he was just trying to push her into not having her wedding. Now, there are a few issues that I have with the wedding. One, it is in the middle of a pandemic and one of the epicenters of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And she had over 250. Yeah, Atlanta is an epicenter. California is an epicenter too. And New York was an epicenter. I don't know if it still is. Um, but... I think it was over 250 or was it 270 guests? Girl, uh, two, 250, I do believe. And everyone is wearing those little clear face shields. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and 
I am one to talk. I initially wore one, but then I realized, wait, I'm not actually blocking any of the wet droplets that transmit COVID. And I have not worn one since um, September when we went to Dallas and I got very upset that I lost my mask or my face shield. (laughs) But I just think that outside of all of that, like if this was like in the, if this wasn't in the middle of a pandemic and something else happened to where they couldn't have the wedding venue, like if she wants it on 10, 10, 20, some people really believe in that manifesting shit. Like why can't she just say, this is what I want. And this is how I want my wedding to be. Why can't she, if you know, she can't get married on that day and married the way that she wants to be. Why can't she just not have the wedding until she can come up with another day? What was wrong with that? There was nothing wrong with that. The problem is, like, even though I get that you don't agree with the where the advice was coming from, she was correct on it. The problem was not that. The problem is she was making it all about her and not listening to what Mike was trying to say when it came to that. Because 10, 10, 20 or 10, 10 is the day that her and Mike met which is why she was so hell-bent on them getting married on that day. But it seemed like she she wasn't looking past, okay, if I cannot get married here on that day, am I willing to go to the courthouse or whatever I got to do to still marry my man on that date, regardless of who's there, because of how important she claimed that that date was. Now, she's going to change the date. She needs to have that conversation with her her husband now, at the time, fiance, about, all right, babe, which is what she wasn't doing. She wasn't cu- trying to come up with a plan B if plan A didn't work out. Because she's so hell-bent on plan A. And if if she can't have what she want, and it's like, hold up, take a step back and look at it. Like, for real. And you're talking to somebody that literally postponed their wedding for a year due to COVID. And I was going to have less guests than her. I mean, I get it, but I think that the reason why she didn't say, well, we can go get married at the courthouse is because she didn't want to get married at the courthouse. I don't and think she that, don't, she I, don't. And she didn't, but I don't think that if it came down to get married at the courthouse on, on the date and not having a wedding, I don't think she would have honestly went with that approach. I don't think so. Not without any pressure from Mike. I think that's why it wasn't brought up. She probably wouldn't. I think she She probably wouldn't until somebody said something about it. I think that the, while I just wants an extravagant wedding. Yeah. I think Cynthia likes being married or, well, Mm. I think she likes the, the, the actrix of getting married. The attention, the, yeah, she like that's what she likes. But without it being said, I think she's going to get married again. Oh, definitely. I definitely can see her getting married again. I don't think this is going to last. Um, it's kind of like, Cynthia, you married your rebound, girl. <laughs> you ain't supposed to do that. But sometimes it works out for people. I just don't think it's going to work out for her, as in Mr. Mike Hill name be out here in these streets of social media. Anyway, 
Uh, but when the dude came <laughs> and when the dude came in there with that sage, I was like, "Look at him! He's been back there listening." First of all, for lighting up the mood. No spirit of discernment to sit up there and say that all of them got good spirits. One Mal hit. Well, Mal did have a good <laughs> good spirit for hiding that damn wedding <laughs> certificate or whatever marriage license or whatever they had to have it. Remember that the other way, <laughs> the first way <laughs> with Peter. <laughs> Yes, we should. We seem to like uh, Peter a whole lot more than Patricia. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I say that out loud too. I can't ever get it right though. Um, but when he said that Kenya had a good spirit, I'm like, you have no idea. Kenya does not have a good spirit Mm-mm. at all. She don't. Do you notice she that it's only not insufferable when she is happy? Like when her and Mark first popped out. Kenya was so nice making up with everybody and everything. The second shit went south, so did her attitude, so did her mm-hmm. spirit, so did her light. She is one of those people that you can literally not have fun or not be happy if she's not having fun. Maybe it's an Aquarius yeah. thing because when I saw everyone enjoying their sense of smell and leaning <laughs> out, and when I saw people on vacations, uh, no masks, you know, waterfall and Patron and shit. And I was sitting up in the bed alone. I was like, look at all these fucking idiots. And I was one of those fucking idiots. I, that's not how I caught COVID, but I was at the beginning of the pandemic. That's how I was too. I thought it was a game. And then I, and then I, I realized it wasn't a game and I acted right. And I still ended up getting it. So um, maybe that's an Aquarius thing. And then um Remember Kenya and Candy, they meet up mm-hmm. and Portia, Portia gets brought up and Kenya says, hello, hello, hello. Before we get to that, because we got some for that. Ooh. Let's talk about the fact that Kenya and Candy get together all too often when they are without when when they get together and Cynthia's not with them, she's always the topic of conversation when they first get together. Um, and I'm not sure if I like that because they they like to get together and talk about Cynthia on the slick. They never say nothing bad because they know that the camera's there, but I definitely get the vibe that both of them be talking jack shit about her when she's not around. You think so? You think Candy be talking shit about Cynthia? Mm-hmm. You see, she was quick to talk about how she was broke when she married Peter. <laughs> She's, oh, I did not catch that. What did she say? <laughs> she was like, well, because uh, Kenya was like, girl, just left for Cynthia. Or I seen Cynthia the other day, and she stressed out about this wedding, girl, because she wanted whatever she said, and Candy was like, well, she was broke. <laughs> well, that's probably because she was broke when she was planning the other one. And then they're going to do a flashback to when um, they were first getting started out for planning a wedding. And the dude was like, well, how much money you have? And Peter was like, none. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, she was quick to bring it up. She didn't have to say that, but she did. Well, so. Cynthia was broke because she kept, she was, uh, she, she was sharing an account with Peter. 
sharing an account with Peter and whoever else, the Bailey agency. His money and going and investing in places without her permission. Who does that? <laughs> well, <laughs> she, she, they must have said, your money is my money. Our money is they money. Everybody money. She had the signs not to marry Peter and she still did. Mm. And 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 bar one, like like Fei Fei said, bar none, we've been to bar one. We <laughs> have been to bar one. It was very much so a matchbox itself, too. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, it was. Charlotte, we were in and out. We were very we were in and out. Lord, I remember that I didn't even get a piece of that cake. Do you know I I never ate a piece of that birthday cake? Did I get a piece? I ate a piece. You're the only it. person that ate a piece of the cake. Because <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to eat some sweets. It don't matter. It's morning time. I will eat a piece of cake. Um, um, but yeah, they talk. I feel like they get together and they talk about Cynthia. You know, not all of it might be bad, you know, but they they get together and talk about her. I feel that coming from them too. Um, that Candy is smarter than Kenya in a way that Candy is not going to say anything to Kenya to where if Kenya brings it back Candy can't explain her way out of it mm-hmm. so on the inside Candy may feel what Kenya is saying but she knows better than to sit up and be like yeah right right so. and then at the beginning she's talking about some she on a diet she lost a uh, she told Candy she lost nine pounds. And Candy was like, how? And she was like, I stopped eating sugar. She lying. <laughs> she did not stop eating no sugar for no week. I do not believe you, girl. <laughs> I don't I'm believe you. If I come back nine pounds slimmer, then you know what it was. It was the Kenya Moore. <laughs> Maybe I can drink some of Kenya Moore's hair care because I heard it ain't no real shampoo. It's just liquid girl, water. Liquid water. <laughs> Liquid water, not even frozen. <laughs> and she gonna come up in Marlo event, Kenya Moore hair care. She should have came up in one of Portia's events or Shamia's event talking about Kenya Moore hair care. She want to do Marlo bad. Because mm. they, you know what? Marlo and Kenya have met their match with each other. Yeah. yeah I will honestly sure. say. Um, but Kenya makes the Portia comment about Portia going to jail and she thinks that Portia's doing it on camera. Do you think that Portia's doing it on camera on purpose? Do you think no. that Portia's trying to hijack the movement? No. How the fuck? My thing is, that's like one of the, for her, like Drew Sedora said, for you to be uh, the first Black Miss USA or whatever she is, how can you let something like that come out your mouth? Like, Kenya Moore is a classified grade A hater. If it does not involve her and you are doing something that gets you attention, she is going to hate on you no matter what it is. And she proved that in this scene. And it came back to bite her in the ass. But... I don't believe that's what Portia's doing. I think regardless of whether the cameras were there or not, Portia would have still, just like she's still out doing right now while they not filming, she would have still been out there doing that because that's been a part of her family history. But for her to make that comment as a black woman, 
the main thing that popped up, I was like, she's so tasteless. She's just so hateful, tasteless, hateful, and nothing. But let somebody say that about her, all hell will break loose about behind their comments. All you have to say about Kenya is that she wears a wig. And all hell will break loose behind that. You say anything about her, but she feels like she can say any and everything below the belt, under the belt, stab you, whether it's... She always... She's good for stabbing you behind your back. And she likes to think she's stabbing you, you know, in front of you, but them be bull. But it's just like, you... She's just good for nothing. She just can't stand... Anybody doing something, I bet if she if Portia invited her out there, she'll be all gung-ho. But because she wasn't invited and Portia is coming out to be so far what I think is the HB, the new HBIC of Atlanta, she is oh, not God, happy I about hope it. Not. I hope not. I, I mean, let's be real. supposed to be the HB. I want it to be an ensemble cast. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying as far as like, like, let's be real. I don't tune in for candy. I don't tune in for Kenya. I damn show. I ain't never tuned in for Cynthia. I, I tune in at this point as far as OGs. I tune in for Portia. I like Marlo. I like Tanya. You know, you know, Candy brings her puppet master to the cast, but I don't tune in for them. They Portia always gonna bring you some type of light. You know, when she's going through, she'll show you that. But it's just like I tune in for Portia. Nene not on there no more. I used to tune in for Nene. She's not there. And let's be real, Portia did her job last season. She did her job very good last season and she has stepped up to the plate. So I don't know if you see it or not, but I see Portia as the new HBIC of Atlanta. No, I definitely see it as collect as collectively she's the center. It, doesn't she hold the peach? Does she yeah. hold the peach? It's either her or Cynthia, I want to say. Give me one second. Oh, so look. Let me see. Uh. Girl, bring Eva back. Bring her lying ass back. <laughs> I'll tune in no. so I can watch her backtrack and not want to talk mm-hmm. about anything. I am straight on her back. Bring Yovana from Clark back. No, Yovana's a liar. Bring the candy-coated click back. (laughs) Girl. Mm -hmm. With Don Juan. Bring the Thotland Porsche back. I honestly need... um, Don't you say New cast. Oh, girl. I thought she was going to say Phaedra. Oh, yes. And we're going to really bring back some OGs. Bring back Faye Faye. Because Faye Faye used to read folks down, honey. Ooh. Read them down. Shade Phaedra. Mm. <laughs> That's another one of my favorite ones. I just be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Phaedra can go away like Apollo, honey. I don't need her back on the show. I can't dig into Michael Darby ass. And, um, and then want her back. Now, I did love Phaedra, her lies and her shade, but she took it too far. And rape is a serious allegation. That was too far. She just went too far with it. And 
even if another producer gave it to her, his ass got kicked off the show. So regardless, that was just a very messy situation. She really fumbled with that. Now she on what, marriage boot camp or some shit? She was, but um, she was on there, but uh, that season gone off now. It's been like a season or two ago. Yeah, well, I can see, I definitely know that the majority of the people that are tuning in are looking at Portia as um, the yeah, the the Yeah. Uh, oh, she does? Yeah. Well, good for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's in the Bring NeNe back. Mm, I don't want NeNe. I love my girl, but I don't think she needs to return um so uh lauren portia's sister uh calls around and she invites everyone to an event to celebrate i guess portia and her social justice um endeavors mm-hmm. and um cynthia asks if she can invite kenya and i have mixed feelings about cynthia even asking because on one point i get it I've definitely asked to bring people somewhere to an event, but if you have to ask for Kenya, you know the history that Portia and Kenya have. Mm-hmm. Why would you ask that? And then when Lauren says that she wasn't invited, or or you know she said you know she invited, and Lauren was like, no, it should have just been left at that, right? And she right. insisted on it. And I'm glad that for whatever reason you said, didn't you say earlier that maybe Candy, um, <laughs> maybe Candy uh, was gossiping to Portia about it mm-hmm. and mentioned what Kenya said. But I'm glad that Portia recent, not Portia, that Lauren rescinded the invite because on second thought, no, you don't need to come. Because right. Kenya was talking all that shit. Like, why would you want to come if you feel like everything that she's doing is fake and phony? Like, what is your point besides to go and be evil and and ruin the damn event? Exactly. Um, it like yeah, like you said, I was saying earlier that Candy probably went back and said, you know, said something on the fly because Candy good for going back and telling you what somebody else said. And said something about what Kenya said at the little lunch, however many days ago, whatever. But it's also like, yeah, she was so happy when she thought she was getting invited to go. And when she realized that she wasn't going, she had a problem and she wanted to talk smack. And she picked up the phone to call Candy to talk smack. And Candy was like, well, yeah, like, I know she was just butthurt when Candy was like, well, if you felt the way you felt about it anyway, maybe you shouldn't come because you knew you were you coming. You just wanted to come because everyone else was going to be there. You didn't want to come to fully support her. You wanted to come to get that camera time. You don't like that girl. You feel like her activism is fake. So why show up to celebrate her when you was like, <laughs> I seen Portia's in jail. Girl, you need to be in jail for letting them put whatever they put in your behind. Oh, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, <laughs> like it's dropping and flopping. But I noticed that like. I argued with my mama like ten seasons ago. My mom was like, "That her her butt isn't her butt isn't fake. She's always had that. She got that in the gym. She is walking around looking like a damn bit emoji. 
Yeah, it's fake, honey. It's fake. That that uh badonk donk. <laughs> Can we talk about Latoya's behavior at the party? Latoya the type of bitch that I don't like and a bitch that I used to be. <laughs> that think that she could just say what the fuck she wants to say and it's just gonna be well received. Like saying you yeah. like you have like you look like you date older men with money. And she's talking, she's talking to someone that she doesn't know. You literally have to check them people so that they don't do that shit again. Because I, mm-hmm. I also didn't like Latoya from the way she was talking about Drew's hair either. Because, because there was nothing wrong with Drew's hair for one. Nothing was wrong with it. Why are you coming in guns blazing trying to fight with the other new girl when y'all need to be teaming up anyway? Because all these OGs, they already got relationships. And even, though, even though it may appear as if they don't like each other, Candy and Kenya and Portia and Cynthia and Marlo and whoever else are going to have a bond that you two are not going to have, period. Mm-hmm. So don't try to come in throwing another newbie under the bus for some shits and giggles. Um, but I did not like her behavior. I just think she's just too crass for me. Like, you need, let somebody warm up to you. Yeah. Like, I feel like had she known her better, if they were on a trip, I I just feel like if it was under different circumstances and if she could have phrased the question better, then, but just then, like, I knew that. Like, I knew you like older men. You don't know nobody liking nothing. And even if she do decide to want to date an older man, girl, you look like you date older men, too, really. Or men, too, really. Like... And don't she didn't she have a sugar daddy? She was a sugar um, baby. Latoya. That's what she said, I think. Girl, I really don't know. I have now I did used to watch her YouTube. I don't I don't remember that far back. I just kind of remember her and Adam being together. Show. Well, if she did, I mean that could be why she not with her husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know anything about her. Yeah, she's married with three children. Mm. Three children, honey. Uh, they're all by her husband. Uh, they, her and her husband, still live in the house together. Together, but they are separated. Um. So yeah, and uh, Latoya, she's she's always been extra like that. Um. But it's always kind of been her thing to be famous and be on TV. So I think she just figured that she knew how the show goes and she was going to come in guns blazing because she knows she can throw shade, you know. But like you said, I wasn't feeling her just off the rip judging that girl like that Um, because she got three kids and she's talking about divorcing her husband. She don't know who she'll end up with or end up marrying. And y'all might have eight kids and he might be older too. So it's just like, watch who you be judging. Because it might turn into you one day. Child, so Portia finally pulls up. I don't know how Portia didn't know that somebody was strong. How do you, how is it that you throw a surprise party at someone's house and they don't know it? And girls are so supposed to be at her house all the time. But like, what if that's one of the days when my house just ain't clean? I got laundry. Yeah. 
they know her house don't be clean. You see when nobody in, in the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I got dishes in the sink. I got Pilar baby bottles sitting up. They probably cleaned up for Girl, I wouldn't know how to feel. But you know what? Ain't nobody ever threw me a surprise party. So I think I would like one. I don't know how people are going to get into my house, but whatever. <laughs> we'll work that out later. Um, do you have anything else from the show? I know. Oh, I I agree with you. I did not like Tanya's, um, the rap on the, on the, on the Maybach. I ain't never seen somebody Rose Wars look more like a regular everyday girl. <laughs> I'm it so like sorry. I know. It, wrapped in black. <laughs> That's what you hear me? I know some folks going to be like, at least she got a Rose Wars. What you driving? A Nissan, bitch. But <laughs> that Rose Wars. Driving Dershonda, the motherfucking Honda. <laughs> but <laughs> that rap on that Rose Wars did not look good from the angle that I saw it. I'm also just not a big fan of like people rapping cars. It was cool when it first came out, like, oh my God, how cool. But now it's just like, give me factory. <laughs> I'm not a fan of having a Rolls Royce and you being the person driving it. Sorry, that shade to my girl Nene too. <laughs> Shit, I am. I'll be a fan of driving that damn motherfucker i'll be pushing that bitch like it's a ferrari that thing is long it is <laughs> like, a long ass car you you might you as well be it. driving around a hearse <laughs> hey i'll be in that bitch whipping it like a goddamn uh grand marquise okay like yeah. a lincoln mercury big bodies old mobile <laughs> a firebird <laughs> Remember them um, half cars? There used to be a half car, half truck. One of them long ass. <laughs> one of them, I used to call them lizard cars. <laughs> I don't even know what they call them things. <laughs> oh. But, um. Working compact. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's really much that I really have to say about the show, but Cynthia and that damn mannequin. Um, oh, girl. Don't bring that up because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, gone. <laughs> I'm like, y'all running out. Y'all. For real. It's giving me, if me and my homegirl set up production in our house and we was just trying to come up with interesting storylines, that's what it's giving me. <laughs> He's talking about my titties ain't that big. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me pilot season. It's giving me there in the toilet. <laughs> like, yeah. It's giving um, me, I never thought I'd say this would bring Nene back. <laughs> Whoa. See, uh-uh. Don't, don't call Nene back now. No, nah, because I don't want to see her have to plead and beg to be within the girl group no more, so. Yeah, I ain't like that. Well, do you have anything else to say about the episode? I mean, I will say that I haven't reviewed the other episodes because I found them to be boring. This was just the first exciting episode that we had in a long time. No, but I will say, you know, maybe the, maybe Atlanta got off to a slow start, um, 
the preview for the next episode. I feel like it's only one thing I'm looking forward to on the next episode, and that's um, what Portia and Kenya will say to each other at Cynthia's engagement party that Kenya's throwing. Which, while we're talking about Kenya throwing an engagement party, um, right? Let's that is so nice about that's that is nice for a friend to do. But I just feel like the motives that Kenya has behind this um, are not genuine whatsoever. It's never genuine, trust me. Um, And at first I was like, all right, Kenya's spending money on her friend. But I think, you know, we kind of got a little, the producer asked her if she would do something with LaToya, you know. Um, I think Kenya likes Cynthia more than just a friend uh you think honestly yes Yes. i think that kenya wants a personal emotional labor assistant or something or like a pushover oh sorry that burp slipped out or like a pushover i think she well i would say i think she wanted a pushover but she kind of been standing by Sorry, she kind of been standing by while Cynthia been calling herself getting a backbone. So, like Kenya told her, will you just shut up? I mean, Cynthia told her, will you just shut up <laughs> and be my friend and listen to me? Because <laughs> that's how you got to talk to Kenya. I'm telling you, that's how you have to talk to Aquarius in general. This is coming from an Aquarius. I know the dark side of an Aquarius and I know the light side of an Aquarius and both sides. You got to be like, listen, shut the fuck up, please. Just shut the fuck up and hear what the fuck I got to say. Then we'll hear you out. That's just one of our characteristics. But But I think she likes Cynthia a little bit more. You think so? Yep. I don't see her munching on Cynthia. Not that she, not saying that you're saying that they are. I'm just saying, I don't see her when she gets in her bed at night and Mark isn't behind her and she reaches in that bottom drawer and she gets that magic wand out. I don't think she's thinking about Cynthia. Ooh, Cynthia. I ain't saying it like that. Like Ooh, is that Shane? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she might not mind rubbing on little Santa something. Girl, not um, little Santa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. She she gave a little buy vibe, so it was kind of like, mm, you know what? She might I have a little bit more of bump an some cats with Latoya. I think she would with Latoya just to be spontaneous, but I don't know if Latoya would want to with her. I think Latoya would do it if it meant if it meant more camera time. You know what? She probably would. <laughs> you know <laughs> better than I do. But I'm just saying. I know I know how Aquarius roll. I'm telling you. Yeah. She could be like, you know, they gonna stunt and everything, but but now that she know that that's what's on the that's what's on the you know, that's what's on the court, that's what's on the plate. Trust me, it's getting eight. <laughs> yeah. But this was a good episode. Hopefully the rest can be good. I'll never watch on premiering night. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So I know that you're tired. And after I get your opinion on this, I promise we can get off. All right. What's up? What are your thoughts on Tory Lanez and the baby's new song? <laughs> I ain't heard it, but uh, is the song out or is it just supposed to be dropping? I have no idea because, you know, I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to give it a click. Well, okay, let me say this. I, I ain't no Tory Lanez fan like that. Have I listened to his projects? Yes. Have I listened to his latest projects? Honestly, no, I have not. But the reason I haven't listened to his latest projects don't have anything, any reason to do with Meg. I just haven't listened because I haven't. He's not, he was never on the top of artists that I listened to in the first place. So when that went down, it really didn't affect affect anything that I was listening to. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying that we not right to, you know, go in on him and have people correct their behavior, whatever, right? Right. Um, I'm not saying that, but we don't went through Chris Brown and Rihanna and people still show so much support for Chris Brown, you know, and so many other people. So I just don't think people, we should be necessarily out here bashing the guy. Like if, if you don't want to listen to his music, don't listen to his music, but don't bash other people for listening or whatnot what? if it's a bop but is but, it gonna be a bop the baby gonna be rapping the same flow tori i don't know got megan shot at megan did something to megan where some i do think he shot at her <laughs> i think he was shooting at the ground he said dance girl that's not funny but that's what so, i heard he asked her to dance i think that it is crazy that somebody who has done so many songs, so many of the same song with Megan, to then go back and work with Tori, unless it was an old song and Tori is just now releasing it because he's bored. I think, I think it is an old song, but I think regardless, the baby would still work with him. People haven't shunned him how people how people show that they really shunned him. He's not shunned. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't think that the baby wouldn't if the if the project presented itself, I don't think that the baby would not work with him. Cause technically during the time that it happened, they they had a song out at that time with Jack Harlow that him and the baby are on. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna keep a close eye on that, but I'm not listening to the song. He will not get a stream out of me. Plus, I was well, never. It's easy for me to boycott Tory Lanez because I've never listened to any of that chick state shit anyway. Well, I'm not saying I'm gonna listen to the song. I ain't part of the little uh, Umbrella Crew. Who calls people that? <laughs> Is that like for the Umbrella Cat? I don't know why he called his fans there, but... Is that what he calls his fans? The umbrella? The kids? umbrellas? <laughs> yeah. Maybe because his head is shaped like a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Toyota Yaris. Yaris. Is it Yaris? I think it's Toyota Yaris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brandy look like a Toyota Yaris, too. 
<laughs> Not Brandy. She did. Girl, okay. No. Okay. No. Let me get off the call. Google a picture of a Toyota Yaris. Get back. <laughs> I'm so serious. I want to feel like I already tonight. know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I want I want to text tonight, and I want you to tell me, Blair, you are correct. Tory Lane <laughs> and Brandy both look like a Toyota Yaris. What brand? Which brand are you talking about? Brandy the singer. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna be uh listening to the song because I really like I said I don't care if you don't like that but um yeah it is what it is on that I feel like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) no Brandy don't look like that (laughs) girl don't no she don't (laughs) Toyota Avalon let me see <laughs> look at her. No. <laughs> Hold on. Like, yes, she do look like that Toyota Yaris. No, she don't. No, she don't. <laughs> you wrong. That's because you look at the new ones. You gotta look at <laughs> one of the old <laughs> Like, look at hold on 2005, two, 2008. It's the hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> Tory Lanez do look like the hatchback. <laughs> two, Look up 2008 <laughs> Toyota Yaris hatchback. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is what it is when it comes to him. I really don't have too many opinions uh, about about him. I know everyone's like, fuck him because of Meg. Women empowerment. And I'm all for women empowerment. Um or whatnot, but Meg's not all for women empowerment. So, so before <sighs> we talk about that, I just want to clarify that Brandy looks like the back of a 2006 <laughs> Toyota Yaris, and Tory Lanes looks like the front of a 2005 through 2009 Toyota Yaris hatchback. Mm-hmm. That's all, all right. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> She looks like the back. It's the eyes. They're far apart. It's okay. I got far apart eyes too. Maybe that's another serious <laughs> thing. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Not, that's okay. I, I got just, far it, apart it, eyes too. Hey, my mama was like, my mama didn't know she was pregnant with me until she was three months, allegedly. So I know she was tossing back drinks and stuff. That's why my eyes are so far apart. I got a little fetal alcohol home. Fetal look. See, that's I tell you, I got it. Fetal alcohol syndrome. I can't even say or pronounce words correctly. Um, oh Lord! But you said Megan is not for women empowerment. Well, I I didn't I don't mean it like that. I don't mean that she's not for it, but she does preach about it, and then threatens people. <laughs> but I'm not. That's so 2020. So I'm gonna leave her alone. Uh on it but just saying okay well i'm gonna follow this whole little the baby thing closely i have not been on social media to really give any other hot topics because i have been battling with covid and with seasonal depression and with chronic depression and covid caused depression so um none of this social media shit has been interesting to me outside of me begging 
for positive energy and begging for my sense of smell to come back. Um, so I will try to follow that since I'm in better spirits and I'll try to come back next week and give you a rundown on that whole situation the best that I can. Will that work? Yeah. Well, rundown on the situation, Tori Lanez put the picture up of him and the baby on his Instagram, pretty much saying that it will be coming soon in the new year of 2021. A fan then added Meg. So, bitch, you knew about this. (laughs) Well, I thought you wanted my opinion on it. Um, But pretty much... Megan then goes on to say, someone said, if the baby all 2021. And she said, Megan says back, that shit was old and not cleared. Crybaby video coming soon. And the reason people started to tear her up about this. um, Oh, then someone, she retweeted the tweet that says, or liked the tweet that says, um, that's not the baby, that's my baby. And then she's going to put the crown laughing faces and going to say, ha, ha, nice try. So fans are kind of, or people, I'm not going to say fans because it's a lot of trolls on this here social media and people just be talking out the side of their neck. I eat some people some days. So <laughs> people... <laughs> <See> me. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people were honestly coming for Megan uh, behind this situation because, um, you know, last week or the week before last, the situation with Asian Doll and JT and the situation could have been cleared up had Meg come online and said something. But she said, um, you know, she didn't want to hop online to you know defend that or talk about it why say something we don't believe her when she talks anyway so people were just kind of in her neck about this um also saying that if tori wants to if the baby wants to work with tori he can which is also true but mainly coming at her for not coming to the defense of asian doll when we a lot of us know that asian doll came to the defense of Meg when the Tory situation came about. So for her not to show the, you know, to reciprocate the same thing for Asian, people are not feeling it. Um, so, yeah, when they feel like she could have just cleared it up and been like, yes, Asian was supposed to be on the remix or was supposed to be on the original song, but we decided to go in a different direction, but my girl still snapped whatever this is true um but that's that that is on that. megan the stallion mm. well thanks everyone for tuning in i think me and lex are both rightfully tired today we have talked on the phone for over <laughs> it was about four hours right mm. that doesn't include when we were on the phone with um with block but um, so we got an hour and a half in right about now you mm-hmm. know and um, i worked out today she's been doing her thing so we tired y'all we gonna get off <laughs> yes 
Peace and love and blessings, everybody. And everyone stay safe. Wear a mask. This COVID shit is no joke. And having three of five senses is no joke. You feel very incapacitated as a human, as a mammal. And it's very depressing. So I'm telling you, if the worst, and I'm not complaining because if the worst symptoms I have, well, we're not going to get into my symptoms, but y'all just be safe, wear a mask, stay at home to the best of your abilities. And we'll talk to you guys later. See ya. All right. Well, thank you, Lex. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, yo. You ain't fuck me, you fuck the old body. You ain't fuck Nikki, you fuck Nicole body. Ain't no miles when this here nobody. Go up with their heads, these bitches is nobody. Mm. Got me a new body, now I need some music. No little word trying to stick me like a toothpick. Got me a new body, now I need some music.